0: Hello, and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of August 2nd, 2017. I'm Jen.
1: I'm Alex. I'm David.
0: And this week, uh, we have a special guest with us. Uh, this is, uh, on, on Twitter known as EsserZ. Uh... EsserZ
2: on Twitter, actually, because the, it didn't let me put in my hyphen.
0: Well, there you oh. go.
1: <laughs> so you ended up being British, instead.
2: Yeah, the, it's the only place my neck has ever been taken
0: wow see since since Twitter has like started more prominently doing what people's like input names are i I never actually see what people's little handles are yeah uh, so so my my name is now in fact unique enigma which which nice. I mentioned last week uh so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Um, I'm a trans woman, which is why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I'm into transformers, of course. I don't never know what to say. On tell me what about yourself things. Uh,
0: you just got. I, uh, I remember you saying you just got a uh, a new working gig, a new writing gig.
2: Yes, yeah, so I picked up. Uh, I'm working on a RPG that's going to be a Kickstarter. I'm doing some setting background <laughs> uh, supplements for that. That's freelancing. It's going to be fun. Post a hot club thing I don't have the name of the thing on me right now where I plug it but I'd have to go dig into it uh,
0: so yeah so she is going to be with us this week discussing lost light number eight once we get there uh, but first as always we have news uh, big news first get there get there fast as we record Trypticon is in stock on amazon uh, so actually i i like, I need to check again just to be sure that since I wrote that note, yes, it's, it's $150 with free prime shipping. Uh, so that's, you know, for all the people who've been eagerly awaiting that toy, there you go. Go buy it. It's a toy. Yep. It's true. Open the door, get
3: on the floor, everybody die, buy the dinosaur. They
0: can eat <laughs> yes. your, they can eat the heads of your Gala Titan Wars figures, that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah he, I mean he's, Definitely pretty cool looking.
1: He's the most tempting of all the big city bots for me, but I don't think I need to buy it.
0: Yeah. I good. am a at little least disappointed, disappointed at for obvious clips. reasons he does not actually walk, uh, but I do appreciate that he still has the little things on, you know, between his feet that, you know, <laughs> were for when he could walk. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how
2: much I appreciate that because I take some issues with some of the J1 slavishness we see Mm -hmm. current stuff, but on the Mm. other hand it's cute, so. So
1: That's that's the kind
3: of thing I appreciate. Taking, like, the stupid part of the gimmick that is there so that the feet stay in alignment while they're trying to walk and reproducing that. That's great. Insisting, oh, it has to be exactly the same design as before. No, but, like, Taking a stupid detail out of the toy that nobody cared about reproducing <laughs> yeah, is the best. Is yeah, That's true.
0: Well, I think the thing is those, those details do sort of sink into your head, like the little orange square that oh, yeah. flips up on his head, and, and you know, those are the little details yeah. that, that really get I mean, in your, in your memory, so they have well, to Well, also, let it's
1: kind them. of a working thing, cause it works, it's little guns. Yes. That's neat.
2: I, I, I like mean, I guns. would... I'm a child of the beast era, so I'm used to those little details being repurposed into guns for toys that didn't come with any, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, speaking of expensive toys, uh, we finally have some information about that Flame Toys drift that we've been talking about primarily just by its mysteriousness. Uh, that is now up for pre-order online for about $300! Oh dear!
1: The-
2: <laughs> Anyone other than Shane McCarthy like Drift that much? Uh,
0: I I think maybe uh the guy the voice actor who does him on on Robots in Disguise, uh Eric Bauza, because he apparently really wanted to be Drift. Okay. So maybe, but I don't know if that's if that's comic Drift or he just liked movie Drift that much. Uh... I mean, i, <laughs> I have a hard time imagining yeah. liking movie Drift that much, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'd
3: find a liking comic Drift that much, or at least finding them to be a character interesting enough to want to portray, to be
2: the more likely explanation. Yes, especially yeah, once they got you know, more modern IDW Drift.
0: I do really appreciate that he comes with that fabric cape that has little bendy wires in it. Yeah,
3: oh, too. those are great.
0: <laughs> I love those. And they have also shown off prototypes for the Tarn toy uh, that they teased before, and now they've also posted.
2: I just, I love that we're getting. So Tarn is a character who is allegedly addicted to transformation. We have (laughs) almost never seen him transform in the comics, and now he's getting a toy that doesn't transform. It's, at some level, I really appreciate that.
0: hey, maybe this is like, that's his private moments, man. He does it in his <laughs> private moments when nobody's watching so he can really enjoy it without being self-conscious about it. <laughs> but,
3: I, I'm just thinking of it as some kind of karmic punishment.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Because he's terrible. Never trapped
1: in one form.
0: Yeah, that's
2: kind of As long as you get to go down to the Oracle, I think we'll be okay.
0: And they also uh posted on their Twitter account a sketch of presumably an upcoming IDW style star saber. Uh which That's will... a Gundam. <laughs> uh, yeah Yeah, I can't disagree with that.
1: Well, I mean Star Saber's kinda Gundam-y to begin with, but yeah, this is well the chest no, even the chest is kind it's it's a gundam at a slightly different angle. And it needs bigger hip are... skirts. But other than that, it it's a gundam.
0: Yeah, those are some very Gundam lower legs and some very Gundam yeah. hips and, and
3: He always had uh, a very Gundam head.
0: I'll yeah. tell you
2: what, I, I could get a bunch of Gundams for three hundred dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs>
3: you'd be able to build them instead of having it come pre assembled, which is more fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I suspect at this point I'd have I don't know what the current values are like, but I suspect you could get two masterpiece star sabers for, for that much. And he, right, and when, he know, does have the, the antenna that flip out, like in the anime. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. And he also transforms, which is generally the, a bonus in a Transformer. What's yeah, the... That...
3: In a Star Saber particularly, what's the point of... What's the point of having a Star Saber that isn't a little dude who turns into another dude who turns into another dude? And then wears a cat <laughs> as pants and a
2: backpack. <laughs> well, there's no Masterpiece, um, whatever his name Victory was, yeah. Victory Leo. Victory Leo. I always called him Vi- Violin Leo, which is, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, the one zone bad guy.
0: Uh, I, I personally don't see what the point is in a Star Saber whose antenna don't go swing, and that includes G1 Star Saber, uh, whose whose yeah. antenna I was very disappointed to find out when I actually had the G1 toy for a while. Uh, whose antenna did not go swing? Uh, <laughs>
3: the Robo Masters one doesn't go swing either, but that's forgivable given the price and size.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's a tiny little thing. But it's, it's like with the, uh, with the Transformers the movie Blu-ray thing, how the first thing I went to was did they fix Hot Rod's color? With a Star Saber, the first thing I go to, or, or a, a Laser Prime, the first thing you go to is does he have a big picture of Optimus Prime burning down a forest on his train? Yeah. The first thing I go to with the star saber is do his antenna go swing? And, yeah.
3: Uh, it don't but, mean a thing you know, if it ain't got that swing. Exactly.
0: exactly. Uh, so, so we are—it's—it's it's properly confirmed now. We are absolutely getting a headmaster RC whose head turns into Daniel. But uh, well, no, it turns
2: like, into uh, Daniel spelled backwards.
0: Yes. Lynad. Which, Which
2: is even I guess, better. I personally <laughs> find that even better. Yes.
0: I, I think that definitely falls into one of those renamings that I just don't even bother to remember. Because... Oh yeah, it's obviously meant to be Daniel. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, uh, well, but... I'm I'm going to have a pretty easy time remembering it because Lynad is really <laughs> close, close to Hindlad, the Tanuki Transformer. <laughs>
1: Was, yeah! That's, when I first saw Lionhead, I thought it was Heinlein. The Tanuki Jetcumber
2: who keeps his spark crystal in one of his testicles. Oh, God, why? And, never forget, he's a working alarm clock?
0: Yes. Oh. For some reason, also a working alarm clock. <laughs> Japan. Uh, but, yeah, apparently she, along with uh, Star Wars Black Series, uh, Commander Rex, is going to be a pre sell sort of thing at I guess was that Hascon they're selling this yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. Way
2: Is the way Hasbro announced it, they said she's coming out they're basically available early at Hascon. Yeah. And we have no idea where she'll be after that.
0: It's yeah, weird, there's...
3: especially because A the packaging they showed off looks like a mailer box
0: yeah, and B,
3: the publicity photos they sent out had RC's stuff labeled as Transformers Collectors Club Number One.
0: Yeah, could uh, yeah. so, there well, be a new club
2: bur- bur- burying out from the corpse of Fun Pub?
0: Yeah, uh, if like
1: Hasbro's doing their own club and it's at reasonable enough prices, this could be cool.
3: Well, yeah, at risk of jumping ahead a bit. One of the things they're advertising that's not Transformers-related merchandise for Hascon is a My Little Pony blind box that looks like a Loot Crate-ass blind box.
0: Yeah. No. That's really interesting. You, just speaking
2: personally, a, a Transformers-themed Loot Crate type of thing would interest me in a way regular Loot Crate never has, because, you know, it would be something that I'm actually interested in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On I the bet. other hand... Mm. You know, it seems like it might have exclusive figures, which would be good because otherwise, I'd just get stuff I already bought. But yeah. you know.
0: So you think maybe they're thinking of doing their own like loot crate subscription service for Hasbro stuff, like you have the one month that's the the mask loot crate. <laughs> it's got like I don't know uh, three things hmm. in it. <laughs> I mean, can I can see the them
3: doing crate? like a revolutionaries crate or a hasbro vault crate or something like that yeah. alongside like a transformers thing that's like I'll a think- figure with some bonus exclusive accessories and then my little pony maybe being named a little more at kids with like stickers and buttons yeah and stuff.
2: that makes mm-hmm. sense toys and ponies are really the, the big franchises they work in that format now you can't really do like a, a i guess there's star wars and marvel i'm not sure they'd have be able to do that but they might
3: well, yeah, uh, I think oh, that's there's like already a Funko Pop fueled Marvel exclusive crate that they do every month. Uh, no, yeah. wait, they do it every like two months.
1: Every, yeah, it's every other month because there was a Guardians one. It, it's usually tied to whatever movie just came out.
2: Though I know the Marvel mini Funko st- or Chibi style things do show up a lot in regular loot crates too.
0: Yeah, I think Funko probably has the, uh, the licensing rights for the Star Wars and the Marvel stuff down. But, but no one's got licensing rights for the Action Man loot crate. <laughs> 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 Poor Action Man. He doesn't deserve to be the butt of our jokes, but here we are. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, now I'm just thinking of the possibility of them doing a G.I. Joe-themed month, where the box folds inside out and turns into the USS flag.
2: Oh, that the, cool. the only problem there is that they'd have to be producing G.I. Joe merchandise to put in the box.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just some things, give new heads, that wouldn't be,
2: though. No, true, it would be pretty easy, though. It would be pretty easy to do some, some uh, you know, subscription service exclusive Joes where they don't have to do a big run, don't have to try to sell to kids because you're not yeah. selling JJ to kids.
0: So I'm, well, the core I'm,
2: seems to do really well.
0: I definitely need to find a way to get a hold of Headmaster RC. I'm hoping I don't have to do it in the form of, like, some $100 subscription service. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, a Hasbro one is still likely to be more reasonably priced than a second-party one. Uh, yes. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, they aren't going to charge themselves for all the tooling stuff. Right. Uh, so. I mean, even. Didn't. Was there a price point for the RC? I forget. I think it's $30 bucks uh, for
1: I RC Magnus.
2: I yes. okay, oh, yeah. forgot to mention, it also comes with a die cast phase Headmaster Ultra Magnus head. Headmaster. Yes.
0: You know, because cause Ultra Magnus head.
2: Because, sure. you know, Ultra Magnus is giving R.C. his head, eh? eh?
3: <laughs> Confusing Ultra Magnus' head, that is neither... Uh, God, a, min- it's neither Minimus Ambus, nor is it a miniature Ultra Magnus. It's Cabnus.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Us or, I guess if you're, it, if, if you're going with cartoon stuff, then... You right, you is it know. just a reticle
2: of the of one of the Optimus Prime heads, minus the, or minus the face, or just including the face maybe? Because there are a couple different Optimus Prime Titanmasters Masters from Powermaster Op and Flare Drop.
3: I don't think they've seen the face
2: they've shown yet.
0: Yeah, I mean you can kind of see it, just not in lots of detail. Yeah. It's hard to tell I mean, if I'm it's actually, got like. I'm actually a surprised
2: mask. the body the body looks like Magnus at all, considering. A lot of the type masters, but.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it's mostly just sort of white. It's just white, you know. Um, But, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hyped for the RC. I also, I mean, I'm, I'm no headmaster Don or anything, but I have definitely (laughs) been looking forward to, to something like that. Yeah. Uh, To be honest. No, go ahead. Just
2: say go one ahead. Thing. I honestly like the blur mold better for RC than I do Generations RC. I'm probably in a minority there, but uh, I'm not a super fan of the super feminized G1 RC design. I-, I like her looking a bit more robot, a bit less metal human.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah somewhere in you know, between would be better, but...
0: I
3: think uh, I like the I... Generations car design a little bit better, but the blurred version has the benefit of not wearing... An alt mode as a backpack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but
2: what I really want is an IDW buff RC, but that's <sighs> probably not happening anytime
0: soon. Yes, I'm sure there's <laughs> some sort of third party. I think there's some uh, third party sort of stuff. There's a it's bit
3: more buff, and if you get that set from a few uh, SDCCs ago, you have giant swords you can give her. True. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I well, I've would got plenty say... of knowledge. you got five
2: millimeter hands.
0: There's there's definitely a place in my collection for the Generations one, but yeah. the Headmaster one would be the one I put on the shelf. Yeah, Agreed. That would be the one for actually yeah. fiddling with. The other yeah. one's more of a proof of concept, I think. Uh,
2: yes, A, hey, R.C. finally has a toy after 25, 30 years.
0: Yes, and That's bonus <laughs> points for it being uh, done by that one Japanese fan uh, who ended up <laughs> working for... Working for Takara yeah. and getting to do that, so.
2: Yeah, that, that looks pretty cool. Uh,
0: but yeah, there's other Hascon stuff that's, that's shown up, uh, the Optimus Prime. Now, I feel like no one's answering the important question about the Optimus Prime power bank, which is, what's his capacity?
3: 6,500 milliamp hours.
0: Okay. Uh... Which is enough to charge
3: a typical phone these days about twice. Yeah. Little under if you get oh. a phablet, but
0: that's not he... terrible. But
2: do we know how much it costs?
3: Fifty bucks.
0: Oh,
2: actually, I don't know how much the devices usually cost, but I think it's less than that. But he does significantly less than that.
3: You could probably get a good power bank about that size for ten bucks, maybe okay. twenty, if you were getting a really nice one. But I think for twenty, you'd be up to at least ten thousand milliamp hours.
2: But this one turns into this Prime. This is yes. true.
0: That's and if sword. you're not
3: charging anything, you can use his power to light up a sword.
0: I think that's also, like, the most important thing, is that he's got a, a laser rod thing going on. Yeah. Where he's got... Yes. I I, I really like that the sword appears to just be micro-USB. Uh,
2: yes. So. So that, is, that is fantastic. It also means so you could gotta, give uh, your, your phone a sword if you wanted to.
0: Yes. You could just... Give, give everything a sword, but yes, it's, he's actually got just this plain ass black USB cable <laughs> coming out of his, which I guess is appropriate for, for, you know, the concept. Uh, yeah. plugging into this light up sword that he can hold, which is pretty much the best thing. I'm, I'm just kind of yeah. wondering, like, is his backpack just yeah, I guess if you look right behind his head, you can kind of see the curves where the actual cells, power cells yeah, are.
2: Yeah, right, right. where the actual device is, and the rest of it's just Optimus Prime.
0: I am too interested in these things. I care too much about this no. stuff. No, uh-huh. and
3: He has a cool shield, which is nice. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah I would say... neat, actually. Very cool I mean, on my desk, not so much in my purse. He would get broken. Oh,
2: yeah, I wouldn't want to use him on the go, but if you're, you know, going to some place where you don't have a charger with you, or it's just on your desk, it's a novelty or something. Yes.
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say if you're, you know, if you have, like, a proper desk situation, he would be very good for charging up your phone there. I think he's a, he's a pretty neat
2: con exclusive. that he's something different, not just, you know, a go you probably could eventually have gotten at retail at some point anyway.
0: I think he is definitely above, uh, the, the tablet sound wave in that the thing that he turns into actually works.
2: That is yeah, always Yeah, That a plus. is cool. That is yes. cool. It's like I, like that, those USB ravages from, and uh, dinosaurs for a while, from a while back. Those are cool. Yeah. They actually oh, worked.
0: Yes, those were really cool with the ravage. Uh, so. What is that
3: hole in his crotch and is that where you have to plug the micro USB mm-hmm. in if you're trying to charge the power pack?
0: No, it that looks was, like huh. the micro-USB is just right behind his head in robot mode, yeah. just next to the actual Oh, USB. Oh,
3: yeah, there it is. Never mind. I I'm
2: guessing that slower. hole is probably for transformation, then. Probably something pegged in there.
3: The shield probably pegs in there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, alas. they need to do an Elite 1 next year, then you could recreate that episode of G1 <laughs> where they have robot techs.
0: Uh, <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there are what? also going to be some pink My Little Pony D&D dice, which I love consistently. That's
3: not a bad set for 20 bucks.
0: No. That's kind That
1: comes with a nice tin. I haven't
2: compared um, them to that. just getting transparent pink <laughs> dice from a standard dice vendor, but it comes with a commemorative tin, so that's neat, you know. I would
3: yeah. not be shocked if they're getting supplies from Chessex or another common remember, vendor.
2: Whoever they do for, you know, which does <laughs> the coast get products. It's probably the same vendor.
3: Yeah, I mean, whenever they do like it's the like, just commemorative a... D&D sets at conventions.
0: Yeah, I mean, based or it on magic. this, it looks like it's not just a standard 7 yeah. set. It looks like it's got extra D6s, so I guess that's something.
2: Uh, that's actually really useful because almost every game out there uses extra D6s. Yeah, yes.
3: yeah, I'm I'm fond of this movement. Also, looking at it, I'm not sure if the stock photography is just CG with the artwork they're providing to the company or if it's actually like, actually, that has to be CG, that looks way too clean. Which yeah, makes me wonder, it, are they gonna be, like, laser cut the way the dice actually look here? Or are they gonna be more rounded off, and they just modeled all the platonic solids at about the same unit size?
0: Yeah, Probably just
1: those, regular platonic solids. Those
0: Cause do otherwise they like, be really sharp. Well, they do make, there are dice, like, like cause, that. Casino um, dice
2: are full square like that, they're actually more truly random than rounded dice are.
0: Yes, and there are uh I forget the name of the company. I have a set of them that are glow in the dark, uh, actually that yes. yeah. are uh I mean
3: there you are you know there are companies that like sell laser cut dice that are close to casino cut but not quite yeah. as kind of a gimmick. And I remember this because I went to a gaming convention one year and I got like four sets as like uh, door prizes.
0: Cool. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean
2: Speaking it's oh. a tabletop game where you can never have enough dice.
0: Game oh, no. Science. That's the name of the company, is Game right. Science. Right. Oh, yeah. I think
2: I have some of those, too.
0: So, yeah, I think that I'm was curious the one. whether those are Game Science dice or based on Game Science dice or whether that's just, you know, the mock-up. uh Also, it would be nice to see them in, like, some of the sparkly plastics that Chessex uses. I mean, come on. That's been that's yeah, plain pink. Come on. Yes, I agree uh, no, Game Science does not paint their numbers uh, so that maybe these are being done in-house. I don't know. I don't know who the Dungeons & Dragons official dice supplier is. I don't, I don't know. know, but they're nice. I they do magic, very
3: ornate printing on them.
2: Imagine uh, the Gathering always has each pre-release that has a D20, 20-sided die that comes out, though the numbers are in a bit different order for life tracking and magic. I, I imagine guess. it's probably the same vendor has reasons for that.
0: Yeah. And speaking uh, so yeah, of Magic it's the
3: Gathering, we're getting a Dinobot. That's hardcore nerdery there, sorry. Grimlock Dinobot Leader. as a Magic, yes, the, magic the Gathering card. I am the Grimlocking,
1: runner. yay!
2: Silver Border, um, I, I think I'm the local resident magic expert. Yes. Right now. Um, yeah. Silver Border, the Silver Border card, that specifically, as opposed to Black Border for normal cards, that basically means you can't play it in tournaments or constructed play unless it specifically says that's allowed. Oh, all you got to have to push in casual play, you just check with your opponent, whatever.
0: Does it say as oh, so a blanket like a, a thing? Card. No silver border cards. Thing. Or does um, does silver it border say cards.
2: S- are silver border cards are specifically for promotional and from the three, on the two and then upcoming three comedy sets. Where mm-hmm. it's, you know, sort of stuff that, like, physical stuff, like, like in Grimlock, in order to flip the card over to its new form, you have to transform an actual transformer. Yes. That sort of thing they don't do in Black Border or standard tournament magic. Just because right. it's, it's too experimental, it's too physical, etc. But the like, silver borders use both often for, 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 you know, promotional stuff like this, for comedy cards, of and, and those types, and also to explore design that might someday make it to black border. But as of right now, they don't think they can do
0: it there. Yeah. So, but yeah, they they also have the sword of Dungeons and Dragons, which involves With. rolling a d twenty, and that card. <laughs>
2: The, the, the sort of Dungeon & Dragons, the other two cards won't be. That card will be in Unstable, the upcoming comedy expansion. Nice. For Magic.
0: Nice. Uh, and then yeah, the nerf, and then nerf
2: where you shoot a blaster at your opponent's deck to try and knock <laughs> cards off of it.
3: <laughs> that thing is so overpowered.
2: No, actually, yeah, that card basically, to me, reads win the game. Because if a person cannot draw a card to the top of their deck, they automatically lose. You can You play that on your turn. You shoot all the cards out of their library with your high-capacity Nerf gun. The library is their deck. Sorry, magic terms. And then on their turn, they lose because they can't draw.
3: Yes. Fire, and also, it's not just fire once. Fire a Nerf blaster until empty.
2: And Some of those Nerf blasters these days have really huge magazines.
3: Yeah, you can get a hundred twenty uh, dart drum. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I,
0: I, yeah. I still have my
3: chain-fed one, and that wasn't even the highest capacity nerf gun I've ever used.
2: Yeah, modern nerf is absolutely amazing. (laughs) Child me would be so jealous.
0: (laughs) Uh, Alright, so we have uh, last couple bits of news to clean up. Uh, There is the clone 2-pack that we've been mentioning. That news has been trickling in about it being Walgreens exclusive. Uh, now it's confirmed that it was priced as a it will be priced as a deluxe, so eighteen ish dollars at Walgreens. Uh, and apparently they should be shipping this month. Though I remember something about Brainstorm in August that never quite panned out. So I don't know. Wasn't Brainstorm supposed to ship in August and then like
2: I ha- I have no idea when mm-hmm. Brainstorm was supposed to come out. I found just... one, but I, I have no idea when anymore.
0: Man, I I miss I miss like those days. Additional. Fight of being like, oh hey, it's a toy. Uh, yeah, well, before we knew everything that
2: was coming and knew when it was supposed to be out.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure for me that ended somewhere during late G2. Uh, uh, dude, <laughs> I, I'm,
2: I'm younger, so. But, you know, I was in Grove of the Beast there, always poring over the card backs, going, ooh, I wonder if I'll ever see that in stores. I want that.
0: Yeah. Oh, those I, were... I kind of miss that. On the other hand,
2: it's nice being able to, if I can't find a toy, go online and get it. Yes.
0: Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's, I, that's I, a thing. I have to admit I do that. Uh, like I said, I vaguely recall Brainstorm having a similar shipping date and not actually showing up for a bit, like maybe the shipping yeah. meant shipping to their distribution centers or shipping yes. from Hasbro. Uh, so Yeah,
2: I, I remember Brainstorm lagging a bit, but I don't remember how long.
0: Yes, temper your was expectations. Really,
2: was that really last year already? Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, wrestling people, I know that's at least two of you. Uh, oh, one tell, of me, tell me about this John Cena. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, do, do,
3: do. He's apparently
0: some kind of meme. All, all I know yes. is that he's a wrestling guy who is in a lot of memes. Uh, well, also to quote himself to in, in a
3: recent film, he looks like Mark Wahlberg ate Mark Wahlberg.
1: And he's surprisingly good com- at comedy. I'd say a um, bit more cameos and cl- movies.
2: I'd, I'd say a bit more clean cut than a double Wahlberg would be.
1: Yeah, yeah. The more
2: up he band- 80s, looking.
0: He doesn't have 80s Stan Bush hair like like Wahlberg did <laughs> no, in in the no. new movie.
1: Yeah, you gotta shave your Wahlberg. Give him more muscles. Give him jorts. <laughs> He's not aware, re- allowed to wear full pants. No. <laughs>
3: never seen John Cena in a suit before. It is strange looking.
1: <laughs> I've never seen that. Now I'm gonna have to look it up after this
2: recording.
3: Yeah. When he goes on like uh T V morning shows and stuff. Right. But yeah. Wow. Uh he is probably the top professional wrestler in WWE at the moment. He's kinda starting to expand out into a movie career like The Rock has.
0: <laughs>
3: Although more in comedic roles than as a leading man, which is a yeah. bit of a surprise. And yeah, mostly he, minor roles.
2: I, I don't watch a lot of wrestling, but from what I've got, he's very much got a hero face persona thing, right?
3: Yeah. He is the never give up, never say die Superman who always wins. Right. And he went from the actual rapping master of thugonomics to that superhero <laughs> persona to That's superhero persona, but we've seen this for six years, and we hate you now. (laughs) Okay, we're coming up on about 12 years, and you've done some stuff to improve, and you've shown some meta-awareness. And actually, you're really, really good at your job, so now we respect you. But we will still yell, John Cena sucks in time with your theme music whenever you come out.
2: (laughs) That's how wrestling works, though.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So I hear.
2: It's like a meta-narrative around it that's fascinating from an outsider's perspective.
0: Yeah. So, uh, uh news to me, I thought TFCon US was always in Chicago, but apparently it's going to be in my neck of the woods this year, so I guess I'm going. I guess you awesome. will all hear from me at TFCon.
2: Where specifically oh, is that?
0: Uh, that uh,
2: well, TFCon place, not your place, obviously.
0: The D.C. area, uh, specifically okay. Reston, Virginia, uh, which is... Definitely close enough, yet far enough away, to cause that that old question of, do I get a hotel room, or do I just right, drive so home at the end? Oh, one of
1: those,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's the about... The one where if
2: you get a hotel room, you beat yourself up over the money. If you drive home, you beat yourself up over being exhausted, and just no yeah, win.
0: It's about an hour and a half drive, maybe an hour with no traffic. Honestly, DC traffic, it's like five hours with traffic, so... Yeah, that's, that's kind of how it is. Uh, It sounds like
3: the best slash worst of both worlds decision would be the way to go for that, where you get the Super 8 that's like 20 minutes out, that's only like 30 bucks a night.
0: This, this is near Dulles, so the Super 8 is actually at least like 200 a night. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Ouch. I mean, not that I checked, but I'm saying this is like, Reston is where Dulles International Airport is. Mm, Okay, so yeah, that's a big be of a stay. Yeah. Great for the people flying
2: in, though.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It it sounds like David Kay will have a pretty comfy time as a guest.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's actually very close to where I lived as a teenager, which... Would be more useful if anyone I went to high school with had stayed anywhere in that proximate area, <laughs> but none of us did because, oh my God, why? Uh, it's it's horrible. Patton Oswald
3: wrote a book about that.
0: About Fairfax, really. Virginia.
3: I, I don't think it was. I don't recall if it was specifically Fairfax, but about living in DC suburbs and wanting to get the fuck out.
0: Yeah, they're they're awful. Uh I think I mentioned that my parents paid like five hundred dollars a month for for a T one line to live far enough away from it. Oh, uh, was which, terrible in
2: the Sorry about that.
0: But uh, Oops, but now sorry. they now there's cable out on their property. So, <laughs> <Yay>.
2: <laughs>
1: how times
0: that anyway, so, Oh, yeah, wait, wait, I, you go
3: back a moment? We talked about okay. John Cena because he's going to yeah. be in the Bumblebee movie. I thought maybe yes. we should mention that. <laughs> the Bumblebee I, I,
0: movie... <laughs> I think check. I managed to slip that in there somewhere, so hopefully context.
2: Sh- I'm actually kind of excited for it it's not directed by Bay, and it's supposed to have a lighter tone. Isn't the director somebody from Leica Studios who does those great stop-motion films?
3: Yeah, the director who did uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Well,
2: Okay, so now I'm really interested because... That could be a very refreshing take on Transformers.
3: Yep, yeah. and it's going to be a period piece set in 1987. Oh, well, did, did that's they right. have? We're getting a period piece that is set younger than the
2: franchise is. Question: <laughs> Did they have? Did they have jorts in 1987?
0: Yes, yes, they okay, did. Okay, good.
2: The so scene is okay.
0: <laughs> I can yeah. tell you from experience that yes, there were jorts in 1987. Because that's before
2: my time, so I really, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, it, I would have been this is, eight. So
3: this is also giving me the great and surprisingly frequently dashed wrestling fan hope of seeing yeah. wrestling moves in a movie.
1: Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen often enough, really. But do
2: we know if he's in the movie in the flesh or if he's voicing a robot?
0: Yeah, that just occurred to me. I would I think assume I think that he's be actually doing would...
3: voice casting this early.
2: But a giant robot John Cena would be amazing. A giant yes. robot pro wrestler would be fantastic.
1: I- well, it'd yeah, be like I'd be like, like Nitro character. Compa- aren't the main characters supposed to be kids? He could be like somebody's buff dad.
2: Buff dad, um, you know, adult Oh, like mentor. he was in Fred the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the, you know, the one adult who believes the kids about the giant robot or something.
0: So yeah. he'd be like uh, Harry Connick Jr. from Iron Giant. Yeah, exactly. He's playing the Harry Connick Jr. role. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, he could teach Bumblebee to curb stomp, or is that one of the moves? I can't remember. Uh,
3: that <laughs> is Seth Rollins' retired-for-being-too-imitatable um, finisher. Yeah, uh, John Cena. John Cena's oops. signature finishing moves are the attitude adjustment, formerly called the F.U., Because it was a simplified version of Brock Lesnar's F5. God, I'm a dork for knowing all this shit. (laughs) But yeah, when he went family-friendly, they changed it to the attitude adjustment, which... He picks you up on your shoulders and then throws you up and drops you. you. And then he has a rather sloppy STF, which back before they cleaned him up was called the STFU, because of course it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then... For a while, he did a standing fist drop where he would wave his hand in front of his face beforehand and say, You can't see me. And it was called the Five Knuckle Shuffle. And I think they just don't call it that anymore because masturbation
2: joke. I'd like to see Bumblebee do that one, actually. I think that would be cool to see Bumblebee do. Uh,
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It just occurred to me. So you think Bumblebee's going to talk in this one?
2: Uh, I don't know when his voice was damaged in the movie continuity. Yeah.
1: Well, originally he was supposed to be damaged on Cybertron before he left, according to a prequel comic, but that's bullshit now, so.
2: Nobody ca The continuity of these movies is like G1 continuity. It's some G1. And I'm okay with that. At this
3: point, I'm taking the mystery science approach to continuity.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, we just take the Transformers approach. It Uh, all counts. It just doesn't all count with each other. Yeah, yeah oh yeah.
1: The movies themselves like the continuity changes each time. So whatever. Who built the Constructicons and who built movie. Megatron? <laughs> yeah, the
3: Constructicons <laughs> built Megatron. Who built the Megatron, Constructicons?
1: The Megatron built the Constructicons and then the Constructicons must have gone back in time at some point, but we don't know when the time what is it when is that episode. But
2: don't before. forget Megatron Megatron also brainwashed the Constructicons in addition to building them at a different uh, pre- before building
1: them.
0: Also, can the Autobots fly? Well, yeah,
1: because that way they come back in time and so they're Maybe the
3: loop- <laughs> <laughs> only when the plot wants it to be convenient for them to fly.
0: Yes, <laughs> only when they need to. Mostly Optimus Prime. Mostly, <laughs> I think mostly just before they got Autobots who were planes. Oh, oh you so mean they the old just... cartoon?
2: Yeah. I think but in the movies, Optimus if... Prime really f- flew at the end of AOE.
1: So, yeah. yeah, oh, okay, he just takes off for the, no apparent reason. He apparently reason.
2: has faster than light travel because he showed up at Cybertron by, uh, um, last night. So he apparently he can fly really fast. Well, to be fair, Cybertron met him it. halfway. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, that's true. Cybertron <laughs> was moving. Bit... Okay, oh, so Cybertron moves faster than light. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with uh, that. We're about, it's a robot. Probably. In
0: in a in a related note, if they could fly, why? <laughs> Why did they have to dig up Skyfire from when he was dead? Um <laughs> Obviously. And dead. why
3: did they have to take a space shuttle off planet that blew up? Now I'm just thinking of Energron, So Now I'm just thinking- space cars.
0: Now I'm just thinking of some upcoming World of Warcraft stuff. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Illidan but pulls transfor- it transformers.
2: transformers. Yes, he does. It doesn't make sense, and that's okay.
0: Yes it's you just have to accept that. Uh so yeah, that's pretty much news for this week. So, let's talk Lost Light number 8. Uh now we don't usually do a very formal recap. Uh honestly, a lot of it is just looking back over the PDF and remembering the really awesome parts. Uh like yeah. Velocity pouring water on Firestar's head and putting her out. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's it's you know, this is a uh at least seemingly a very kind of quiet uh issue certainly from what we've had for a while. Uh no. Yeah. No planets seem to be at risk of being destroyed that we can tell yet. Yeah, yet. Uh so it's super creepy that that coffin robot seems to have some kind of organic brain or at least an organic brain pattern thing on its head.
2: Um, could it be a Gobot? bot <laughs> a dun, dun.
0: Possibly,
1: but it's not like that. That's original. We've had Rat Trap around, and he's got that. Oh, that's nice true. Of...
2: Rat Trap has had that since Beast Wars.
0: Yeah, but he was a Beast Wars guy. He had organic parts. That's true. Parts.
2: He, he was a Beast guy, yeah. And, uh, of course, the new Rat Trap we based on the old Rat Trap.
0: Also, I'm, I'm wondering... If it's if it's relevant or if it's just a, you know, conveniently what they had around that, that creepy guy who comes up to lug uh, has the same kind of uh voice iconography as the dire rates. Huh.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, got weird arms and things. He might be dire race-related. He looks like a creepy, talking, walking ghoul skeleton. That'd be one of the first GAM?
2: times uh Lost Light has crossed over with the other stuff, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that would certainly be an, an appropriate enough way to do it. Uh, it so, would, yeah. yeah,
2: just there in space. Yeah. there in space, yeah.
0: So you've got some... Of the, of the crew, uh, pretty much it's a girl's night out here. Uh, you've got Nautica and Velocity having to endure Anode and Lug. <laughs> <laughs> Anode just stealing shit <laughs> that she wants. I uh, love Anode. Yes!
2: We'll get into more of that later.
0: And then they, uh, follow a trail uh, to find that coffin, weird coffin bot, uh, which seems to maybe be a trap, except they kill the coffin bot and not them. Uh But yeah, some weird dudes with back-canted... No, I uh, guess those aren't back-canted. Well, they've, they've got sort of back-canted ankles. I don't know why I call
1: them yes. <laughs> complicated, uh, complicated legs. Yes. Complicated legs seem to be common
2: in Aliens. Maybe that's because I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect. And either you have human legs or you have complicated legs and... Most of them have complicated legs.
0: Yes. Uh, so I, I really like this guy, this collector guy running the, the Museum of Curios and Rumored Objects.
2: Yes. Like, it's, that...
0: it's impressive how you can get that, that much flamboyance just in the dialogue, but it's, it's pretty great.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, the, the little, uh, goatee looking chin bit helps a lot too, I feel. Yes. The art is good, as it always is.
0: I mean, he definitely feels a lot like the collector from, uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. I was thinking
2: the same thing in the Vinicio del Toro collector feel, yeah.
0: Yes, uh, but yes, his his name was Agonizer, but he just goes by the curator (laughs) now. Uh, which, you know, I I like when we get into that post-war stuff yes. because
2: that's I find, that one of the most, I find that one of the most interesting parts of the current iW setting dealing with the fallout and and the war and being over
0: yeah and and for instance having to deal with your name being agonizer
1: yes uh, when
0: you don't want yes. to just torture people anymore you want to just collect things uh, also yeah. he's got some very sick shot wings on his back.
1: Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's yes. totally it's, just six shot with a different head.
0: And so, now yeah. I want a toy of him,
2: goddammit. Now that you've played that would be really easy to have one.
0: Same
1: Well you just get the you do a little bit of repainting on the um quick shot or
2: Yeah, quick not, yeah, the yeah the that's true. Sandwich. Which hey, you guys that at the same time as Nautica, unless you're like me and was given a nautica that was
0: eBay. I need her. I'm need just
3: imagining the story of Agonizer being courted by both sides for their obvious combat prowess. And it's just, no, they just have a very hard time making trivial decisions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that a lot.
0: Uh, but yeah, so Nautica is looking for something other than what they came for, being a map to Cyber Utopia, uh, that she did not tell Velocity about. Uh, but then we will come back to that. Uh, Anode and Lug get saved by Wipeout, who... Ah, that's... I know that's a that's a name. I meant to look it up beforehand, but I never remember it to look things worth. up beforehand.
2: I think... Wait, has he been an IDW before? Is he, uh guy who's just showing up for the first time.
0: He is the guy who came with Trypticon. Yes, that's what I thought he was.
2: And, and Trypticon has a toy with White Bell coming with him, so...
0: Yeah, and actually, looking at him, he looks like... I mean, the head design, at least, looks like it's supposed to be the same guy.
2: I just kind of want to point out in that in the background of one panel, there is a what appears to be <laughs> something like a Corgi and it with a space helmet on being carried by oh, a yeah, guy with a uh, G1-style extra suit, and I just really love the space dog. <laughs> Actually, this has a lot of background. <laughs> Notice that I know it's the Master Sword in another panel, and it will, or something that looks like a lot like it. Or it could oh, be yeah. the Transformer Sword, but I think it's the Master Sword. It's one of those artists having fun that issues.
1: Oh, yeah, there's so many things. There's even a, a Cryog, I think it is, from the IDW's Godzilla comics. The yeah. head of one.
0: Okay, according it- to, according to the TF Wiki, Wipeout was a comic-only character whose appearance was oh, based yeah. on Tailgate's oh, toy, not his character model, his actual toy, featuring chess details the character model did not. Artist Don Perlin said he was given toys from Hasbro since many of the character models lacked art of their uh, presumably a gifted tailgate toy was part of how this made up little dude was born. Uh, so he didn't actually come with Trypticon, it's just that his, oh. his role in the story was his role as a character uh, was I, basically the same as, you know, I a guy who'd come a, gener-
2: a generations or Japanese equivalent standalone toy oh. not that long ago.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, he
1: did. I have that. Was somewhere. it Japan
2: or U.S.? Was it Was so, yeah. it, it was it Japan. Was Japan. It, was, yeah. it was the
1: two set that came with um, wind charger, I think.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yep.
1: Yes, It might actually be under my desk.
2: I thought there was no. There was that one. I thought there was one the in Cabana Wars too. Was it just the one that came with wind charger?
1: It was just the
3: one that came with wind charger, and then now he is the headmaster for
2: for full tilt full-tilt. in Triptychon. Right, that makes sense. So. They get messed up.
3: And then this is the first appearance in IDW.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, but the character design is, is very clearly based on the G1 c- comic yes. book character design, which is pretty yes.
2: cool. Yeah, I obscure
0: one. So he knows Anode and <laughs> Lug, uh, and asks if they were also summoned by the Grand Architect, who is someone who they haven't spoken to in centuries. Uh, but who is apparently trying to get in touch with blacksmiths. Uh, so apparently the last people who, you know, the people who Wipeout followed there got murdered. (laughs) And so he has, uh, come to the conclusion that someone is hunting blacksmiths. Uh, so then we get a, uh, some more of those symbols uh, yes. But,
1: yes, there's more than just the one of the Knights of Cybertron. There are five.
0: Before. Yes.
2: Which is... Uh,
1: but one seems particularly important.
0: Yes, uh, being the one that Skid saw, uh, the one that's come up in a couple of things. Uh, but basically, the theory being that after they left Cybertron, they sort of split up into their own little... Clans as they call them. I was gonna say I wouldn't say factions because that implies inviting, but clans. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's another log on the fire of all that mystery stuff. That's pretty cool.
2: Yes. There's a lot of people are thinking quintessen because five
0: mm-hmm.
2: and all of that, but we really don't know yet. Uh,
0: but uh I I do like that when he uh suggests not uh talking to the the Catharsians, the the weird, dire wraith looking guy. Uh, yeah. Nautica calls him Agonizer. they can't be trusted. They're a venal duplicitous barbarous race. So thank you for your concern, Agonizer. Uh, but, <laughs> you know again, we get into sort of, I guess, the Cybertronian's place in the galaxy being not a yes. place. Uh, so we yeah,
2: see, they, they tend to destroy everything they come through with their giant war. I mean it's, it's not entirely unfair to be to liking towards them.
0: Good job. <laughs> Good job cybertronians <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I I do see that the place where uh, wipeout takes anode and lug to talk is a uh, mechanoid specific. Far from the looks of it, yes. Uh, with someone who looks like Octane in the background, though.
2: Yes, i was thinking about that.
0: <gasps> tall Tankor is Tall Tankor here?
2: Or could it be a third? Or could it, could it be Octone, who is in fact separate from Tall Tankor, and Short Tankor? <laughs> God
0: damn it! I
2: I like the idea of every Octane toy I get it, uh, or you know, I guess there will be two of the Octane toys, but each of them get being a New character instead of the same guy. Mhm. It's, it's, technically, it's technically it's Octone in coming in Times Return instead of Tankor, so clearly a different character.
0: <laughs> there you go. They just happen to look pretty much the same.
2: Inside with there are how many Starstreams out there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All the good bodies are taken.
3: And all the good names. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh so yeah, this is the point not where wipeout that last time he ran into Anode and Lug, they were basically, I guess, presenting mail as default. Yeah. Uh, so we get to some discussion. So do we want to discuss this now, or do we want to get to the last couple, the last two pages of the comics, and then <laughs> the comic, and then I mean, circle I'm, back? Either huh. way. Yeah, we, can well, we can do this it.
2: now since we're here.
0: Yeah, we can talk um. about it now. So I yeah, know. I mean, she- uh, James Roberts did mention on Twitter, uh, that he did consult with a, uh, I guess a, a fan acquaintance, uh, as, at, uh, Positronic Woman on Twitter. Uh, but I yes, know- That's Rachel that
3: Stevens, she's, she's a delight.
0: Everyone will not, of course, have the same opinions on these things. So yeah, if you wanna yeah. talk to us a little bit, Michael, uh, that's why, you brought, I thought, why we brought you here. Yeah,
2: I thought it was really well done. Um uh, I <laughs> just- I guess, it's, it's, it's obviously, it, being trans is different for Cybertronians than for humans, in part because, you know, if you want a new body in your Cybertronian, it's really, really easy. Uh, but it, it especially for Cybertron didn't have words or the concept of female Cybertronians for quite a long time in this continuity. It's been sort of their massaging, wanting to have female representation, but you know, having been established, there were none with the whole messy RC thing. Um, so yeah, um, it's tailgate actually. Oh, not tailgate. Where's <laughs> the tail, No, wipe out. Tailgate's a different guy. Yes, wipe out actually. Basically, on toy. Yeah, <laughs> it, casually. Um, just not knowing misgenders. Um, log at Anode. Who, who do? Who, uh, it gets corrected, and then Anode does basically explains that you know when we. Found out there were women. We realized that that was a concept that applied to our species. We realized some of us realized that, hey, that fits me way better.
1: Yeah, because before we hadn't known actually where Anode and Lug really came from, but the, they did come from Cybertron and went out. Yeah, at some point.
2: And I I thought it was really well handled. I could kind of tell uh, James Robinson had consulted with a trans person on it because it was much more respectful than sis writers, te- you know, to say... A lot of times they don't mean poorly, but they don't know how to say things. <laughs> not, to, you yeah, know, it, it's, not to be rude. Um, I, I thought I, it was really well done.
3: Yeah. I think one of the big mistakes a lot of uh, writers make is making too big a deal out of it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's played down here, which it's. Kinda why I wanted to ask Esther on in the first place, cause it's like, yeah. was this okay? It's oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I this li- like, white dude. Yeah,
2: I, as a trans woman, I like that a lot. I like it just being a casual thing about her that when it comes up, she explains, but it, it's not a big deal of it. You know, it's a page basically. Mm-hmm. I, I, in, a, in a relaxed scene, nobody makes a fuss over it. That's the kind of representation I really like. It, it yeah, felt natural, like came up in conversation. It wasn't like, say, the recent Mass Effect. I job an example where you basically ask about a character's past, and she immediately dead names herself, then she refers to herself with her old name, and uh, it's, it's yeah. very awkward. Uh, but in the case of in their defense, in Mid, they
3: have patched that out.
2: <laughs> have they actually fixed that in the patch? Okay, I heard they were going to. It. I didn't know if they got to it yet. In this case, I you think know, they it, did. It, it's relevant to the conversation. She, she, I think it's well explained. I was again, it's not the same thing as human being trans, but it's nice. It's nice. It, it felt good to read. It felt really good to read, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that. I mean, I'm, I, I sort of like to say cis-ish. I'm, you know, I talk, I mention on here being a lesbian, but I'm, I'm very sort of gender non-conforming female. Uh, but you right. know, I gender complicated. Things, and I think that's, that's something that I have put a lot of thought into is, you know, being someone who is not what most people necessarily think of as, as feminine, how do I know I'm still female? And there's, you know, there was a point where, you know, that, that was something I put a lot of thought into. And I think that, you know, her, her talking about it, just being what fits uh, is really about the best. The best explanation you can get for, you know, knowing what yeah, gender it, you are. Uh, but, uh, it, yeah. It, I, it
2: feels right, basically. It, it clicks in your mind and it feels right. So now I put it, it's just more complicated for some people than others, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I personally have, have been misgendered on occasion and I know how that feels as someone who is just, a, a not feminine yeah. woman to be called he. And so I certainly, you know, wouldn't want to call a trans woman he because I know how wrong right. that feels. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, We're I, that. Uh, yeah, I like the, uh, it It is different for them for the cybertronian ones uh and and she mentions that you know she, i'll I'll just read it. She says you know before the war when the primal vanguard used to come home between campaigns, there'd always be a few who had reclassified themselves, a few she's among the hes they tended to stick together he to she i didn't understand the significance, what difference did it make. But after we left Cybertron and started to meet so many other races, yeah, then it made sense. It made perfect sense. So sort of that idea that everyone is just one default, that there are no different categories. Yeah. Then you don't think about it until you get out there like, and, yeah. and are exposed is, to other people. And you realize that maybe is, what they're – Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you and see he, that there are other
2: possibilities for yourself. It's actually, I like that as a narrative for queer people in general, not just trans people of, you know, I've heard a lot actually from friends, you know, I, I didn't know what to call myself until I saw it in fig, you know, got out of my small town and I saw that, oh, these pe- people like me exist. I know what I am now.
0: <laughs> and And that's been kind the, the, of, I mean... I just moved back to a, a very small town from a very diverse city, and I've kind of felt like it's almost a responsibility to to be very much myself for others right. to see, you know, because it's, just... I, I don't have that resist bumper sticker to pick fights with the people with the Trump bumper stickers. It's no, so, it's to, the, the young the people. The other people who
2: would, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, they so know they,
2: that they are not alone.
0: Yeah, they they see that you're, and and honestly, that's you know representation as a whole. Uh,
2: yeah, but uh, yeah, I say, so I, 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 I just want to say one more thing. Oh yes, on on yeah, this, I did not expect for they have representation like this, or any of the representation this comic has done in my Transformers. The fact that my space <laughs> giant space robots are doing so well with it.
1: I know. Really, Compared kind of shamed,
2: comics? kind of, kind of shamed everything else. Because if the, yeah, if, if the, albeit really good comic based on the eighties through now action figures can do this right, everything can do this right.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's. I think it's something that you know, like you said, they they had to force things a lot because they had started from this very sort of. A uh, uh, Fur- Furman
2: established. Damn it, Furman.
0: Uh, I love uh, him, but on the other hand, yeah, he's... He has no, some
2: I, issues. He's a problematic fave.
0: Yeah, he's I, he's a problematic fave.
1: Yes, I, I I used to really love Furman. I don't like Furman anymore for multiple things, including the most recent thing. He's now writing Robotech comics for Harmony Gold. <laughs> damn it, Furman. No, not damn it! Don't write anything for Harmony Gold. Nobody
2: works for Harmony Gold. Let them die. <laughs> Not, yes. Not.
0: But I do think it's interesting that uh, you know, Anode mentions having gotten physically modified, but for for all we can tell and for all that it comes up, Lug hasn't been. Uh, uh
1: yeah. No, Lug doesn't Lug say she hasn't specifically?
0: I mean that's or, or just
1: didn't feel the need to change or something.
0: Yeah, that was that was kind of the thing. And it doesn't even really come up so much. It's just that, you know, Anode is the one who... But, I mean, to be fair, Anode is always the one who talks.
2: <laughs> you yeah, Anode is the talker. I love Anode. She's a. I need a toy of her, damn it.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah,
3: she's great. I hope we do get a toy of her.
2: Yeah. We got Nautica, so clearly we just need to make a fuss
1: about her.
0: Yeah. And oh, and she can come with lug and she can be her backpack. And
2: yes, that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. we, could, we
1: could already have lug right now, just recolor the little rewind and give him a new head.
0: <laughs> but that, yeah, that would work. I I I think I think this is really great. I I'm happy like, that who people who are, you know, even more who are more on that side of things than than I am. Uh, yeah. are, are happy about it. I'm happy that everybody's, oh, James Roberts is great. You know, and that's, yeah, as someone who has been in the fandom for a very long time, which, you know, has come off talking about G2, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: you know, I'm, I'm glad, cause it, you know, it used to be that that was almost a thing that you felt very self-conscious being like a feminist. But being into this, and and right. I feel like that's that's not you know an an exception anymore. I feel like that's something that you don't have to like. You don't have to make excuses for.
2: Yeah, it's it's nice.
0: So yeah, last, Things are getting better. Yes. So last couple pages, uh, we get
3: like two last page dramatic reveals in a row.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh Yes. One of them being the grand. This grand architect shows up, and he's he's Rodimus colored. Dun dun dun. No. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, he, yeah, he well, does look a lot like Rodimus.
1: He forgot the spoiler. Rodimus is yeah. old coat. Maybe that's why Rodimus is purple now, because they knew this guy was coming. He was going to be Rodimus colored.
0: <laughs> well, everyone else he's got with him is is new Rodimus colored. Uh, well, um, no, this well, guy gives you. A, oh no, purple. You know what
2: this guy does. He gives you a reason to buy the upcoming Rodimus Prime <laughs> and Rodimus <laughs> Necronus, who is in lost light colors. It's
1: clever. Oh, Do
2: you love so much like Rodimus? Comes. You say.
0: Yeah, uh, but yes, he is. He is traveling in a big old Decepticon symbol-shaped world sweeper, uh, and he's got that weird little circle logo.
3: As do the rest of the members of his um, entourage.
2: He's got one giant person who really reminds you of Stryka for some reason.
0: Yeah, she does. He, they, they do.
2: I read that character as female, probably because it reminds you of Stryka.
0: Yeah. I, I
3: made that same assumption. It, it's a very Stryka by way of animated blackout.
2: Yes. Yeah. And now I want a toy simply because... Actually, I, well, I really want a new Stryka toy, but that's probably never happened. Well, yes. Yeah.
1: Well, not the, the club one, the not r- the proper one. The robot directly under him with the snake tails sort of him too. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. And the one, the one on the far opposite side on the top looks kind of like a bird Cats from Gotcha Man.
2: <laughs> or actually, look at the helmet. It looks kind of like the Di- face on the top back that's mostly covered by another paddle Looks kind of like Dinobot.
0: I the gotta say, out. in general, these are some yeah. very Milne designs.
3: They, they are. are. The, the one in, on the bottom right kind of reminds me of uh, Dominus Ambus.
2: Actually, The little one, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, the little one reminds you most of Peridot from Steven Universe. <laughs> I,
3: I can see that, too.
0: Yeah. But yeah it's, well, it's, it's, because it's a
2: little and vaguely green and a spiky head.
0: Yeah, I didn't mention this is Priscilla Tremontano on art, but yeah, those are some very... I don't know if uh, Alex Milne did the designs or if she's I mean, intentionally you know, wanting to, wanting them to fit in. Well, her art
1: style is, her art style is sort of milky. It's a more, um, cartoony miln.
2: Yes, I like it. Yeah, they're,
0: they're very cool looking, and I look forward to them being our enemies for the foreseeable future. Uh. but, (laughs) but meanwhile, back in a dark alley, uh, (laughs) Nautica and Velocity are, uh, are tracking this guy down and talking about losing a dear friend. And Velocity's I, I think she kind of thinks at first that this is just trying to get a foot in the door, but then Nautica reveals that that she's heard that he's got something that can be, bring people back to life. And Without a spark. Yeah, it does, but I need something to work
2: on. And then we see what's been under her eye patch all this time.
0: It's Oh man, Skits' his brain, that's so messed up, man. That's so messed Stuck, up.
1: Stuffed in her eye socket. That's yeah. oh, weird. Surely she had another compartment she could
2: put that in. You but think also what? he That doesn't make for
3: nearly as nice a dramatic reveal.
2: <laughs> I, no. know. I don't remember her losing her eye at any point, did she, or did she just do
1: that? Well, no, part of her face was scratched, but her eye was still there. It was just, like, the outer covering was damaged. But she had the rest of her face fixed and apparently just took out her eye.
2: They're robots, but this is one of those weird... Okay, Nautica, even for you, this is a little weird. (laughs) It's... (laughs) I love you, Nautica, but... He died Maybe
3: she just wanted the symbolic foresight of her Amica Endura. Uh.
0: (laughs) Oh... He died of angst! Leave <laughs> him be! Let him, just let him be dead, he died of... It's not like he was shot to death. You can't
3: honestly tell me you're not looking forward to Horrifying angst zombie that should not be skids.
0: That's pretty much like ninety percent of what I write about is horrifying angst zombies that should not be, so I'll I'll be fair and give you that. Uh but yeah, that makes the retailer incentive cover make a lot more sense rather than just something Alex Milne did to make us all very sad.
2: I don't I don't remember what that cover was.
0: Uh that was the uh the Nautica like with the with the blue glow with like a skid's ghost sort of Oh
2: yeah, her. yeah. And
0: he posted it on, on Twitter and I just replied with like, How dare you <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> How can you Because do- he loves <laughs> playing with our emotions.
0: He does.
1: It's Roberts.
0: Uh, Darn but- you Robert's. He presumably chose that cover, that that image to do for the cover, but apparently it is significant to the story as we find out. It's just, uh and yes, we get a next issue thing saying that she must pay the ultimate price by resorting to the ultimate currency. No, honey, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he died of sadness. Just let him, let him go. Leave him, leave him be. Like I said, it's not even like he was just shot to death or anything. You're not going to fix him.
2: Uh, to fair, it might turn out he was shot by a sadness gun or something. That ah. sort of thing has happened before.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Brainstorm. <laughs> Put that stuff away. Just <gasps> saying, we've had that kind
2: of gun before.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, it, it is
2: Transformers. I mean, they have things like laser-guided swords, whatever that means.
0: <laughs> the spark eater gun <laughs> the, the ennui gun I think mean, it was a gun or a bomb or something that, that made you shrug yourself to death
2: there was also the one the one thing that made you super meta I think mm-hmm. the, the, oh yeah the, the meta bomb yes. the meta bomb, oh. the, the, the swerve yeah
0: <laughs> that, that in story made you a uh, made you feel like you were a side character in someone else's story and would therefore give up out of feelings of, of uselessness, but in that case it just made him Ceasing break. Ceasing to work.
3: take actions that require agency.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Robert, I love you.
0: God damn it. So good. Uh so yeah, that is our comic for this week. Uh thank you very much. Oh. What the,
1: there, there that. is a few pages from a Revolution comic or something. You know, oh, First Strike.
0: I actually, but, uh, I didn't even see that because I was reading it electronic and I just wasn't looking at the page. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, same. Not really important. There's a thingy, skywarps there, whatever. Something. Blows Starscream up. gets cut. I don't like
2: how RC, I don't really like how our C is drawn.
1: No, not at all.
2: I don't like how most
1: of the robots are
2: drawn. No, whoever's drawing this is not good at robots. We've learned over the years that people who are good at humans often are not also good at robots. Yeah, I don't think they're
3: good at humans though either.
0: Sometimes vice uh, versa too. Sometimes people who are good at robots. It's kind of okay.
1: It'd be okay if it was just a GI Joe comic, but the robots look weird. But it's written by Magreed Scott, so. uh,
0: Well,
2: that's not. uh, I I haven't checked out any of the Revolution stuff myself, honestly.
1: (sighs) Yeah, we keep forgetting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I. You know, I'd be willing to to give it a... I would be willing to overlook mediocre art for for her script. I
2: I like... Yeah, I like the idea of having a new Hasbro verse. I really do. I just haven't had the money to look into it, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... It's one of those Deadpool things where it just sort of expands and expands and expands. Yeah. Uh, And then it's like a million dollars to keep up with everything.
2: Yeah. Like a mainstream comic.
0: Yeah! <laughs> Damn it, I don't want to be mainstream comic. Mainstream comic. Uh, but.
2: Though, so, so, as we yes. established earlier, this one, uh, Lost Lightly is better with LGBT issues than most, or LGBT plus issues than most mainstream comics. No?
3: Yeah! Uh, yeah, and on the one hand, I feel bad about throwing Lost Light under the bus by saying, a Transformers comic is getting this right. You have no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still willing to do it because that works too well.
2: Come on. Yeah, I mean, people. I mean, Lost Light is fantastic, but still, it's Transformers. It's the la- it's a boy's toy. You don't expect that, you know, to, to spawn fiction that's doing this so well. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a bit problematic to say in itself, but just based on how these things are usually written, you know, it's it's a nice change.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely. I mean, I, and I'm sure part of that is that, you know, I've, I've, well, I've talked in the past about fandom changing over the years is that we've had yeah a shift towards a lot more, you know, female fandom, which is, you know, has, has made it, it's been really interesting for, you know, being female in the fandom. I, I assume it probably yeah. makes it a lot easier to be trans female in the fandom. Oh. Because uh, 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 depend,
2: depends on where where you're at. The fan you know, some sites or oh, Tumblr it's fine. Um I don't dare poke my nose into tsw two thousand five.
0: Yeah. Probably, I, I don't know
2: if you want to air that well, that shaming, but
0: well, Oh, that's know. fine. I think the that rest of us don't want to go there either. That that applies, <laughs> I think, you know, whether whether you're to no, any sp- cis any female fandom. or or, or cis yeah. female. Yeah. Any Orms female. Just don't <laughs> or, don't go or,
2: there. Or um Somebody on Twitter that I follow was posting some screen grabs from a Transformers Discord associated with the official Transformers or subreddit, and, well, it was as bad as you expect a nerd Discord mm. based on, associated with Reddit would be.
0: Ooh, yeah, no. Yeah. But yeah, just in general, it's become a lot but, easier to, to be I, female in this fandom. And I, 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 I feel like it.
2: there are a lot more spaces you can be female in the fandom too. I mean, you've got the, the Tumblr fandom, which feels woman-dominated to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You, you've got space for the stuff that really was kind of squeezed out, even you know, in the forum days, uh, post in the uh, Unicorn trilogy or, when, or whenever. Yeah, it it felt like it was much more squeezed out, much more focused on the male side of fandom.
0: Yeah, and it was more like, oh my god, if you were if you were female. Yes.
2: And whereas now it's 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 more casual, you know, more normal.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot more normal. It's
2: good. It's good.
0: Yeah, and so I I think that even when we have someone who you know is a cis male writer like James Roberts that he. Makes a point to get these things right and doesn't write Spotlight RC.
2: Just the fact that he, uh, yes. Just the fact that he consulted with a a, a person from the appropriate minority group before writing the comic or while writing the comic speaks volumes compared to uh, most writers, honestly. Yeah.
0: Really. Gave
3: her a consultation credit on the script too.
2: Which, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that that is that's really cool. I, um, I I really like that.
0: Yeah, just it's a the right thing to do. It's
2: the right thing to do, and more writers need to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, great great comic this week. It's great seeing how I I think I guess the the silver lining to starting out with gender being presented the way it was is that it. Causes these things to have to be examined uh, in a it, way that yeah, they it, they otherwise it, wouldn't have been.
2: It opened the door for all of the queer content we're seeing in Transformers, <laughs> specifically Lost Light, by basically staying basically starting that if you wanted romance, it had to be queer, and then now that when they started introducing women again, you know, it, it opened up more room, and it it was a bad start. But it's resulted in good things.
0: Yeah, it, it also, you know, having a race that does not have biological gender, but clearly has whatever else you'd want to call Mental gender, it. yeah. Yes, mental gender. That's,
2: it's, really, it's really
0: interesting, actually. I, I almost start thinking of it as being like a soul kind of thing. But yeah, having
2: that... Well, it is. Well, just have tangible souls, yeah. and humans don't.
0: So having it as, remember. as something that My... they, they basically all, I wouldn't say all choose, because they don't really choose to be no. male, but they can certainly choose to stay male. Uh, yeah. But it it being something that doesn't have the biological component, I think really gives people something to think about more themselves. Uh, because that's sort of yeah. always been the thing about transformers is they're not like hard sci-fi space robots. They're they've mm-hmm. always been a thing that we sort of use to to examine ourselves.
2: Yeah, they've, they've got that mystic component to them. They've got the, these are definitely a life form despite being mechanical thing going for them. And they're they're really interested when written in a way such as Robert is writing them now.
0: Yeah, I, to I coin I...
3: a horrible metaphor. The franchise is like. Gender in Transformers started off as like a, like building a wood table and getting a giant ugly knot and then turning it into like the centerpiece <laughs> of a actually nice a finished thing. piece.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. like that. Yeah, I did. As, as far as Transformers in, in general, just as they're presented as, as people, basically, it just reminds me of something that, that my dad said back in the 90s when I was watching G2 on TV. He pointed out how in, in Star Trek, Data was really smart, but he didn't have emotions, whereas Transformers have emotions, but they're idiots. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Cybertron I, I, last month, I think mistakes was, are made.
0: Yes, it was specifically Triple Takeover, I think, that I was watching, because that is an <laughs> okay. episode in which lots of Characters are just complete idiots. (laughs)
2: Okay, any episode of Starscream?
0: Yeah, that that is no. <laughs> I
2: actually love Starscream. That is why I love Starscream.
0: That is specifically that is a the fucking idiot as soon as he gets
3: emotions too. That is
0: specifically the episode in which Starscream, <laughs> where Megatron says, "You're either lying or you're stupid," and Starscream goes, "I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm stupid." stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> so so. God.
2: Starscream's probably the highlight of Sambo G One in so many ways. He's
0: so good so good. Uh so yeah, I guess we should wrap this up because we have had quite a long yeah. episode now. Uh but yeah. Th- we have. Thank you very much for coming on and talking with us. Uh Alex Hey, like, it was great to be here. Yeah. Do you know if we have anything next week?
2: Yeah, I will I'll have time available at least next week. After that I've got a new job. You <gasps> you know, full-day job starting up, so Monday the weekdays might be iffy. Yeah. But we'll work say on that myself.
0: So Alex, you know if we're getting we'll, comics we'll back, ask
1: we... you back at least some point.
3: Uh, we have first strike number one, which is the thing we were talking about getting previewed in this issue.
0: All right, and that's it.
3: And Optimus Prime number ten.
0: Ooh, okay.
2: Yeah, is that so the one I'm that's gonna... addressing RC? Because I the know that return the return preface- of
3: Galvatron the Barbarian. Optimus Prime of Alpha Trion, the ancient sage, reveals a tale of Cybertron's earliest days, when the original thirteen primes united the world.
2: Cause I know there's Op- an issue coming up. I I I saw a fan discussion that's going to be addressing Spotlight RC, basically. Hmm. Um, but I don't know what which comic that's in. I, I've, I've been hearing hmm. rumblings about that. I don't know which comic that's in.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, I'm they not? they nope. do the uh solicitations like three months in advance. Yeah. So. It's probably yeah. coming up yep. soon. That, we will also
3: be, be getting, getting to All or One, number 12. So Ooh. next week's going to be busy.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, the last one.
2: I'm going to bet to All or One, honestly. I've oh, really enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up then. So that's it for this week. Uh
1: did what? mention one yeah. thing. We keep forgetting, although I think we've all at least watched most of them. Uh The Whole Plate by Lindsay Ellis. Is that her name?
3: Ah, yes, an exploration oh, yes. of the various schools of uh, film criticism theory by analyzing the Michael Bay Transformers movies.
2: What? I have watched this yet. I keep meaning to you. I've, I've heard those are good videos. Oh,
1: they're great. They're analyzing those movies to the point your brain starts to break and they're funny enough.
2: I love she that She does kind of a great thing. job. <laughs> well, no, the LSD is absolutely fantastic. Her videos are
0: excellent. I guess I can watch some videos They're worth watching. I'm old. I don't think of YouTube as like a content provider. I think of it as a place people link you to cute cat videos on.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm old enough to remember that, Era. I don't
3: think of it as a community. I just think of it as, okay, there are people I follow on here. Some of them I contribute to the Patreons of and I get links to the YouTube videos in advance anyway and some of them just post stuff to YouTube as their regular thing and I don't support them okay, on Patreon. But that, cool.
2: If you if you think about it as a community, then you start thinking have to think of YouTube commentators as people and to be honest, that's terrifying.
0: No no. <laughs> they're they're troll personas. I know.
2: Usually, not all of them. <sighs> I bet but that's getting into a completely different topic from Transformers. Yeah.
0: That's fine. We can we can veer into there, but Anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Alright, so that will be it for this week then. Uh so uh until next week, this is Jen.
1: And Alex. And David and guest. And
2: Micah Miss Prime. Or just Micah, actually. Does to <laughs> For thanks. this
0: week. Yay! Thanks for being on the show. Hey, yeah, fun. thanks for thanks for coming.
2: Uh fun time.
0: underground radio is hosted by icon we are listener supported through patreon where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast stasis pod at patreon.com slash icon underground we are on twitter at icon ug tumblr at icon and facebook at facebook.com slash icon underground